not going to get through with chapter 11, I don't think, tonight. We may get pretty close to it, but uh, we're going to keep talking about that by faith group of people that uh, saw miraculous things. Amen. I, uh, <laughs> I told Sister uh, Regina a while ago that uh, we were going to take about four or five minutes time out for just, just her to shout, you know. Uh, I guess she feels like it anyway. Amen. God performed a miracle there. And uh, amen. And we, we cannot figure out God and all he's doing. Amen. And we're going to talk about by faith again tonight. By faith. Those that walk by faith and the miraculous things that happened. And uh, we're not going to, when we skim over Abraham and, and then we're on Moses, and there was, a, there was miracle after miracle of Moses. And uh, there was grumble after grumble, too, from the saints. Uh, you know, one of, somebody said, I cannot understand how they could have one pair of shoes that lasted 40 years and how they, they didn't, didn't miss a meal and food. Amen. And had heat and air. In a, in, a, in a hot desert, in a cold desert. All day long, there was a cloud over them to shadow them, so they stayed in the shade all day long. And at night, the fire come out, and the fire was over them, keeping them warm. And this, yet they grumbled and complained. Well, okay, don't y'all believe that? Amen. So, uh, so we never, but everything can't be satisfied. But God worked it all out. Amen. Praise God. He's still working on us. Hebrews chapter eleven, verse twenty-six. I read this last Wednesday night that I taught, uh, and uh, we will even start there. And in verse number twenty-six, it says it like this: that, that uh, Moses he. He, he esteemed the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. For he had respect unto the recompense of reward. Amen. He, he, uh, he believed that there was something greater, amen, that God had plans and purposes for when he went down there to Egypt. Amen. He had respect for the for the restitution or the repayment or the compensation that God would give, amen, to them. And, and, uh, and then by faith, amen, he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. Why? It's because he was listening to another king. He was, had respect for that king. He, he was being obedient to that king. Amen. And you can't serve two masters. Amen. And uh, I know that, that that's a different, Jesus said that, but um, Moses wasn't going to serve Pharaoh uh, and God. He was going to say, God is going to be the one that I'm going to stand up with and for. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And he endured as seeing him that it was invisible. And that's where we got to in our lesson because that's, that's what we have to do. We have to have a vision. We have to have something that we're looking forward to. Uh, We've we got to focus our minds not upon our surroundings or the situation we are, we're living in. We've got to know what's in the future for us what God has plans for us, 
where we, our destination is. Amen. <laughs> I've told this, I don't know how many times here through the years that uh, when my chillings was little, uh, we, was, we, we were going to Memphis. That was where our in-laws lived, and uh, that's where my brother and sister lived part of the time there. And uh, so uh, when we would leave and get to Midland City, uh, they, would, they would be just in the back seat kind of saying, are we there yet? Are we there yet? No, no, no. We're in Midland City, just out of the city limits of Dothan. But we're on our way. And Troy, I mean, the lights, when the lights come on in Troy, are we there? No, 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 no. We're just in Troy. You don't know where I understand that, but we're a long ways from Memphis. And uh, since we're all Christians and we've got the Holy Ghost and we're on our way, we're not there yet. And we ought to be as excited as my kids was about where we're going and not, not the circumstances. That's what the children of Israel, the problem was Moses had a bunch of people that was on their way to the promised land. And uh, they... Uh, they got on his nerves. <laughs> Thank God he, the Lord's not nervous. Amen. But we, we need to walk by faith and not by sight. And Moses, by faith, Moses, he endured as seeing the invisible. He gives us a glimpse ever so often of things that Amen, of the direction we're going or things that we're going to face and uh, give us, he may not be see it with the natural eye, but we, we can see the spiritual eye. We see God right now doing things in our church. I see a move of the Spirit. I see it on the faces of people. I see it in my own, my own self. And I know that God is moving in, in a direction. And if we do not, if we do not, uh, uh, slow it down. We keep on praying. Amen. We're going somewhere now. We're going to get somewhere. Amen. Hallelujah. You believe that? Amen. amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. By faith, amen. He was journeying, leading the people. I want to, I want to turn to 2 Peter. Just read a few verses of scripture there in 2 Peter. Amen. Uh, the uh, first chapter in the 8th through the 10th verses. Amen. First chapter in and the third, excuse me, the third verse through the 10th verse. According as he had, his divine power hath given unto us all things pertaining unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby we, we are given unto us exceedingly great and precious promises that by these you, may, you might be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that's in the world through lust. Amen. We, we're, Peter's talking to us here. Amen. Tonight, God, how God is, amen, he's given us some precious things. I tell you what, we always, always cannot forget. And I, I, I say to my personal self, I will never forget the night that the Lord filled me with the Holy Ghost. And ever so often, amen, it's not looking backwards. It's not looking back to uh, the world or anything, but we're looking back to what God did for us. Amen. And, uh, and we read on. And besides, 
given us diligence. Add to your faith virtue and virtue knowledge and to your knowledge temperance and to your temperance patience and to patience godliness and to godliness brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness charity. If these things be in you and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off. Amen. Hath forgotten, amen, the thing that, he, that the Lord purged you from for your old sins. Wherefore, the rather, brethren, give diligently to make your call and election sure. For if you do these things, you shall never fall. I, uh, I have a page. I have a whole uh, page for, for, for a, a, a book just like this. And that whole page is full of backsliders in this church that I've been praying for. And I just got I get out and just go down through there praying for all those folks. They're all, they're all backsliders from the church that's forgotten what God did for them. Somewhere along the line, they got their eyes off of God and they got it on the world. I don't know, they're, they're trying to climb the ladder of life, I guess you'd say, or whatever. I don't know what their, what their mind's on, but they have forgotten what God done for them. You can't, if you, you, you should never forget what the Lord has done for you. Praise God. He's done so much for me that I cannot tell it all. Hastings said that if a man is to, to become religious as well as virtuous, he must have something more, amen, to look for, forward to, amen, than just the uh, everyday life. Something substantial, amen, to add to your grace, your faith, your hope, your charity, amen. You, you, you gotta keep your mind upon the potential, Moses could see the promised land because he knew that's where God wanted him to go. Amen. So he, and of course we, we will hear words maybe tonight. These all died in the faith, not receiving. Many of them did. Moses never got to see the promised land except from afar off looking over. Amen. Into the land. Praise God. Moses, when he prayed, Amen must have visualized God's presence and God's spiritual direction. Amen. Amen. And, of course, the Bible says, you know, verse number 29, by faith, he, excuse me, verse 28, he, by faith he kept the Passover as God told him. He said, you, you tell all, every family, every house that the Jews live in, amen, the Hebrew people, you tell them to, to slay a lamb, Amen. And inside, you don't go out the door, take the lamb's blood, put it over the doorpost of the heart, amen, and the, and the lentils in the doorpost, amen. And that's called the Passover. When the angel, death angel, comes by at midnight, the angel's going to see the blood that's going to pass over that house. There's not going to be no death in that house. Amen. Hallelujah. And Moses told it, this is what God is going to do. God's going to come and visit every home tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. And the death angel's going to come by 
and the death angel is not going to smite anyone that's got the blood over the doorpost. Now, I've heard preachers preach, amen, about the doorpost and all that, and it's, it, they, they put up some good things. But I, I just was uh, in my meditations and thought, you know what Jesus did the, the night before he hung on the cross? It was, it was I, I must eat this Passover with you. Jesus ate the Passover just hours before he became the sacrifice, the Lamb of God to take away the sins of the world. I think it was very uh, unique, or I should not say it that way. I think it was a very uh, type, type there, even where Jesus ate the Passover, amen, at midnight. They come, got him, and carried him over, to, and by daylight he was already condemned to go into the cross, amen. God has directed the steps, amen, that sometimes we take. Just trust God and believe. Whatever, whatever is going on in our lives, I've got to believe that God's in control of it. And we shouted almost a while ago, clapped our hands and praised God for hearing what God was intervening into. Amen, Brother Sister Miller's life for a vehicle. But uh, why don't he just heal the body and we don't need the vehicle? Well, I don't know. I don't understand that, do you? But we trust God to believe. He has a purpose more than beyond. He does everything beyond our knowledge and understanding sometimes. But there's something got to get a hold of us to believe. Your will be done, Jesus said. Your will be done. It's not my will. It's not what I'm asking for. If it be possible, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, I'm just asking for your will to be done. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. The first child was saved by the Passover and the second. And then Jesus was saved, I guess you'd say, or he fulfilled the second Passover. Amen. I died. Hallelujah. We're going to turn to, uh, well, let's talk first of all, verse 29 of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 29 and uh, verse 29. Amen. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, amen, or dry land, which the Egyptians essayed to do and were drowned. Amen. Now, I'm not going to build no story much about that, but when, when, when God led Moses and the children of Israel up to the Red Sea, on, on the right hand there was mountains, on the left hand there was mountains, and behind them was the army, amen, of the Egyptians coming. Amen. And uh, the people started grumbling, you know, and they, they was thought that they going to have a graveyard there, you know. Can we just die in Egypt or whatever? You know, that 
But the Lord said, just stretch up your hand, take the rod and hold it up. Amen. And the, and the waters divided. Amen. And they walked across on dry ground. Hallelujah. Amen. They passed through. And the, and the, the scripture says here, amen, and the Egyptians thought, well, we can do the same thing. We can, we can, what God opened up for the children of Israel to pass by, we could just go right on through it too. But it didn't work that way. Amen. Hallelujah. Didn't work that way. Praise God. Uh, Acts, the 19th chapter. I want to read a few verses of scripture from Acts chapter 19. And I read these scriptures and it kind of inspired me to use them tonight. Acts chapter 19 and verse number 11. Amen. And the Bible says that God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul so that from his body were brought unto the, unto the sick handkerchiefs and aprons and the diseases departed from them and evil spirits went out of them. Then certain vagabond Jews, exorcists, took upon them to call over that which was, had evil spirits, the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, We adjure you by the Jesus whom Paul preached. And there were seven sons of one Siva, a, a Jew, a chief of the priest. He, 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 his father, their father was a, was a chief priest. Amen. For the, for the Hebrew faith. Amen. And the evil spirits said unto, said, Jesus I know and Paul I know, but who are you? And the men, the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them, overcame them, and, they, and prevailed against them, so that they fled out of the house naked and, and wounded. And this was known to all the Jews and Greeks that dwelleth at the, in Ephesus, and the fear fell upon them, and God amen, not only, amen, got glory from that situation, but I just was thinking the same thing. The children of Israel, amen, passed through the Red Sea and the Egyptians tried to go and follow the path, but it didn't work. These sons of Siva, they, they thought, well, Paul can do it. I'm gonna just call on the name Jesus. I mean, that's, that's where the name is. Power is in the name of Jesus. But it didn't work for them. Amen. Amen, there's got to be something more than just just doing the work. Amen. I may be talking about doing that work just a minute, but, uh, but we've, we've got to do a work for the Lord and we've got to have the Lord's help in doing it. Amen. I, when we pray, amen, I, I pray for things that I know I cannot possibly do. That's why I'm praying to the Lord because I believe that the Lord can hear our prayers, answer our prayers, and do great and mighty things that we, amen, cannot possibly do ourselves. Amen. And by faith, the walls of Jericho. Now, we're just, it's verse number three. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell after, amen, they were compassed about seven days. Now, when you start reading the scriptures, you're, and, 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 and the writer, I think it's Apostle Paul, we talked about it maybe a minute. Paul was reiterating the miracles, amen, of the Old Testament saints of God. And he's talking about Moses' journey from Egypt and what all was happening. And, of course, you know Moses didn't get to go to the promised land, but Joshua took over. And the first thing that they did was they crossed the, 
Jordan River when it was in flood stage. Amen. And then they looked up to see this city that people thought, this, this group, they have no, uh, they have no weapons. Amen. They, they'll not, never take this city. Amen. And so God said, just walk around it seven times, seven days, once every day, one time every day. Amen. The seventh day, they walk around it seven times. Now, there ain't no such thing as probably a million and a half people that did that, that, uh, uh, well, I am not going to try to figure out what all they were saying. This is one of the stupidest things you ever heard of. I wish Moses was still alive because Joshua, I mean, that's, that's dumb thinking that we're going to walk around the city seven times and, uh, and, and we're going to take the city. How, we ain't going to have enough strength to even, even go up and fight, you know, when we get through this. I, I don't know what all, but uh, there was one thing that, that Joshua told them to keep their mouth shut. But that didn't stop their mind from thinking. They were walking by faith and not by sight. They're walking by the faith of Moses, or, and or excuse me, Joshua, that was telling them, "This is this is this is God saying it to us." Amen. Now, I, I, brothers and sisters, I I I know, I know that not like, I know not twenty or thirty people can have the same uh, same uh, agreement together, but. But they obeyed God. Hallelujah. Sometimes, sometimes there is no other alternative for us to do except just follow the leader. Whatever God's speaking and directing. Amen. Hallelujah. I, I believe Brother Harrison's, Brother Harrison wants a revival. He wants a, he wants a church on fire for God. He wants to see people walk through the doors. Amen. And when the preaching is preached, amen, they make a dive for the altar. Amen. I'm, I'm longing to see that happening. I, I believe that God is going to keep on, or, or when we keep on praying, I believe that God's going to start stimulating, amen, people that come here, amen, to seeking God's for the needs in their lives, and they're going to find it. If we'll just keep on praying, amen, because there's a drawing spirit. Hallelujah. There's a, there's a work of the spirit being done. Amen. I, I, I know it's happening. I know it's happening. I can feel it happening. Hallelujah. Amen. So we'll just keep on following the leaders, keep on following God, amen, our own selves, amen, and by faith. Amen. I go right back to what Moses, by faith Moses seen the invisible. He couldn't see it, but by his spiritual belief, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. God's going to do it. Hallelujah. Whatever he says, I'm just listening for him to give us direction. Praise the Lord. Amen. Obey God where it makes no sense or not. Obey the word of God and where, where you say, well, that, 
you know, I just I don't I don't know why we have to do this. I don't know why this. Amen. There's people that it's going to just wonder, amen, about what, what are we doing? Brother, God's going to have revival. Amen. And uh, I'm getting off the lesson just a little bit right here, but there has not been a revival at all, hardly in the, in, in, in throughout history that didn't first start with problems and situations and circumstances that they felt like they couldn't handle. Amen. I have read, I read stories, amen, and how the revival started in America, even before Azusa Street. Amen. For, uh, amen. There's they's, they's people, there they, they was three people, I think it was, or four people in, in, in New York City. Amen. Took time at lunchtime, and they, they rented a place to go and pray. And they asked their coworkers to come and pray be with them. And, and next, after, after a while, it was too, too full, so they had to get another place too. And then before it was all over with, New York City was almost, amen, when, when dinner time came, they did not eat lunch and go to the restaurants or whatever. They went to these prayer rooms, amen, all over New York. And God moved in a mighty way, amen. And a great revival broke out. That was in the 1800s. And you know what? Amen. We keep on praying. We keep on praying. God is going to start working. Amen, some, doing some mighty things for us. I believe that in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Even sinners, even sinners, even a, even a woman that makes her living by uh, uh, unusual circumstances, let's just put it that way. By faith, Rahab, the harlot, heard what God was doing over the church, God's people. And she perished not, the Bible says, verse 31, amen, she perished not because she believed the story she was told of what God was doing for his people. And so when Joshua sent two spies into Jericho to check out, amen, they met Rahab and she told them, I'm going to read the story, you can go back, amen, let's just, well, when we just go back to uh, Joshua chapter, uh, chapter two, amen, and pick up a little story. Joshua chapter two, and uh, I, will, I will read verses 8 through 13. Joshua chapter 2 and 8, it says, And before they had laid down, this is the two spies that she was hiding, she came up unto them upon the roof, and she said unto the men, I know that the Lord, I know the Lord has given you this land, and that your terror is fallen upon us. And that all the inhabitants of the land fainteth because of you. They've heard the miracles that's been going on. For we have heard how that the Lord dried up the waters of the Red Sea for you. And when you came out of Egypt, and, and what he did, he meant unto the two kings of the Amorites, 
and those on the other side of Jordan, Shahan and Og, amen, whom ye utterly destroyed. And, and as soon as we had heard these things, our hearts did melt, neither did there remain any more courage, amen, in any man because of you. For the Lord, your God, he is God in heaven above and in earth beneath. Now, therefore, I pray you, I'm going to ask for my life. It's kind of strange, isn't it? The woman that we would think was probably one of the worst women in town, amen, was the one that God spared. Amen. And uh, if you want to just read on from that, amen, what happened in, in Joshua, the sixth chapter and the 17th verse in the city, amen, when they marched around it, and the city shall be accursed, even it and all that is therein to the Lord. Only Rahab the harlot shall live, she and all that are in her house, amen, because she hid the messengers that we sent, amen. Drop down to the 23rd verse. And the Lord and the young men that were spies went in and brought out Rahab and her father and her mother and her brother and all that she had, and they brought out and all the kin that left them and left them without the camp and they burnt the city and so forth. Amen. So Rahab, by faith Rahab, said, you know, I'm hearing what God's doing and I believe it. I believe that God's people are going to get the promise that God made to them. And when we heard that, we knew it's, it, they'll, they'll do it. They will do what God has promised them. Amen. They, and, and we know, amen, we're, we're doomed. It's why she said, amen. I just want to, if you, if I'm just wanting to turn to God and, and live. So, and so the Lord spared Rahab and all that was in her house. Praise God. Ain't God good? Hallelujah. Well, let's turn to, let's, let's turn to, to, to uh, James the second chapter, just a, two or three pages over. James chapter 2, and I want to begin reading verse number 17. James is talking about faith too here. He says, amen. Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Yea, a man may say, thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith Without thy works, and I will show you, show thee my faith by my works. Amen. Thou believest there is one God, thou dost well. The devil believes and trembles. But wilt thou, O vain man, the faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham? Now see, we're going right back to, amen, right back to, to uh, Hebrews 11th chapter. Amen. Was not Abraham, amen, our father, justified by works when he had offered up Isaac, his son, Upon the altar, seeing thou hast faith wrought with the works, by, by works was faith made perfect. And the scripture was fulfilled, which after Abraham believed God, amen, that he was imputed unto him for righteousness, amen, and he was called the father, a friend of God. You see then, this is James, you see then how that, by works, amen, or by actions, or by believing in, with acts, amen, a man is justified not by faith only. Likewise, also, was not Rahab the harlot justified by works 
Amen. When she had received the messengers and had sent them out, amen, another way, amen, far as the body without works or the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. Amen. So we're talking about faith, but faith requires action. If I told you there's a bomb going to go off in five minutes here, and uh, if we're not out of this building in five minutes, we'll all be dead. If y'all believe what I said, you'd be headed for the door, would you? Or I'm just going to wait and see. Where is the bomb? How big is it? And do you suppose, do you think it's going to really blow the building down or whatever? Or are you going to get out of here? Faith without action, belief without action is dead. If you don't do nothing, amen, that means you don't believe. Amen. Praise God. Now back to Hebrews. Amen. And verse number, amen. Well, I'll tell you this. Amen. This is a, this is a statement made. If you and I, when we are approached, amen, of the judgment of God, amen, you think that the Lord's coming soon, and he says, do something. Amen. And somebody wrote a book, had a bumper sticker on their car. They may say it like this. When you perceive that Jesus Christ is coming, look busy. <laughs> Get an action. Do something. It's what a man said one time when he was at a meeting and they had been discussing an hour or more in a business meeting on how to reach the world and, and so forth. And uh, they was all just, everybody had their ideas on what we were supposed to do to reach out and get the world. And one other, one person stood up and said, Brother Chairman, I'd like to speak. He said, well, say on. He said, let's do something. We've talked an hour, let's do something. Amen. Amen. It's doing something. By faith, Rahab acted. Then God acted. Amen. This very verse, modern, modern English New Testament translation says it like this. What other examples shall I give? There is simply not enough time to continue telling the stories of Gideon, of Barak, of Samson, of Jephthah, of David, Samuel, the prophets. Amen. I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, all of these examples I've had this in verse 32. What shall I say more of all of this? I can't tell all these stories. But I'm going to tell you, every one of them has got a story to tell of what God did. And I'm not going to try to get into any of them tonight of them. But I'm going to tell you, the Lord is at work. Now, if I'm a... Have you ever heard of Audie Murphy? Murphy? Audie Murphy. Audie Murphy, yes, yes. Audie Murphy, Audie Murphy. Who was he? Pardon? I'm, 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 well, I'm going, to, I'm going to talk about that Sunday because our lesson is about young people. 
but I want to say a little. Audie Murphy, by the time he was 20 years old, he had the most decorations of World War II of any soldier. Because he had this desire to do something. And, and if you want to read, it might be good just to read the story of Audie Murphy's life. And I, I, I'm, I'm hesitant to even ask this question, but how many saw any of the movies that he made? Battle Cry. And uh, I, there was another one. I can't remember now what it was. I can't remember. I, I just read it today. But uh, his own words was, it was so realistic that he had a nervous breakdown almost trying to film it because he he. He uh, was a, the uh, star of the movie about him. They asked him to activate or the, be the active. He, um, uh, he played himself, should I say, in that movie. And he said he became so real that he psychologically felt like he got back in warfare and, uh, and uh, so forth. But, amen. Young man, less than 20 years old. And uh, like I say, let's talk about that Sunday because our Sunday school lesson is about that. Amen. Some of that. Amen. But, but there's a story to tell. Hebrews, the 11th chapter. When you read it, you ought to, uh, you ought to have such a moving experience in it all that uh, it becomes so realistic or for you to see things that's invisible to you, to take part and to believe. If I can but touch the hem of his garment, I know I'll be healed. While the Lord, there is people all around you touching you. Some of us saying, oh man, I, I know there's some movie stars or some people, if I could just walk up and say, touch him. I touched, I touched, I touched and they got nothing from it. There was a lot of people touching Jesus. But she saw faith by faith. If I can touch him, I'm going to get healed. She, she saw that. She had this image or something that she was going by the unknown and the unseen. Amen. Something that she, she believed that when she touched him, miracles going to take place. That's faith, brothers and sisters. Amen. There may not be a word in that, in that experience there, but that was, that was faith. I believe that God is going to heal my body. I believe I'm going to be healed. Amen. Praise God. So what shall I say more? For the time will fall up me or fail me to uh, tell of all the miracles that all these other folks have done, and they have done some supernatural works. You know, if I when I spoke those names, and I uh, I uh, started trying to gather up uh, some uh, some statistics of David's mighty men today, and uh, one of those men. One of those men killed eight 
500 soldiers in one battle. That was a mighty man. Amen. He forgot about himself and he started fighting God's enemies. And 800 men lay dead for just one man. That was faith. That was walking by faith. That was walking in belief that God was going to protect him and he was going to defeat the enemies. Amen. Praise God. We want to be used of God. But there's got to be something within our hearts to have some visions. And that doesn't come from God altogether every time. Um, you, know what I'm, you, know, you know what I'm trying to say? It really doesn't come from God. It's, it's that want to within us that gets activated. Amen. When you think the Lord's about to do something, you do something. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. And then the first 33 says, who through faith subdued kings, wrought righteousness. Amen. Obtained promises. Stopped the mouth of lions. Quenched the violence of the fire. Escaped the edge of the sword. Amen. Now, you, you can, you in your own mind right now, you can go right, right to those words there and think of the experiences some of them had. Amen. They wrought righteousness. They obtained promises. They stopped the mouth of a lion. That's, that's Daniel. Amen. Hallelujah. The, the, the writer is just pointing out things that God did for the people back yonder. And what the writer was trying to tell them after 11 chapters in the Bible, in, in, in Hebrews, talking to the Jews, he's trying to tell them what their forefathers and what those men back yonder did. And, don't, and you're, you're here trying to argue over where you think that Jesus Christ was the Messiah or not, you know. He said, look at the miracles that they performed back there. Amen. And what are we supposed to do? Amen. They quenched the violence of the fire. Three Hebrew boys, stories there. Escaped the edge of the sword. Amen. Many examples, many examples. Amen. Was there. Uh, a a D-I-N-O, a dino. Amen. Singly-handed, slew 800 over. Amen. In one day, in one battle. Well, how in the world did he not escape? How did he, how did he escape? God was working. God was working. Praise God. I'm going to tell you something. We get on God's side, we're going to be winners. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. Don't try to figure it out. Just believe what God's promised. Amen. It's going to come to pass. It's going to come to pass. Lord's coming. And brothers and sisters, and I'm just probably going to just kind of close right here and tell you that you and I have some of the greatest examples of fulfilled prophecy staring us right in the face. Right now, we're seeing the one world government trying to come in and uh, our own country, and if you've been listening to the news or whatever, it flashes up on your computers if you've been on a computer or you're reading the newspapers. Our own country is coming up with a, what we would call the, uh, now 
forgive me again, I'm about, about to lose my mind here, uh, but it's a coin. It's going to have everything on it. It's, they're going to have to do away with your social security cards, everything. It's going to have all your history of your health and, and things where they, can, where they can take that coin. And uh, I say they call it a coin. It's, 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 trying, to, it's trying to imbalance the, uh, what is it, the, uh, what is that coin there? Bitcoin. Crypt, yeah, cryptocurrency. The, the, our own government is going to put it out and they say nobody can, nobody can, can tap into it. Nobody can find the information. Only the government uh, uh, machines can, can, can decipher what's, in, what's on your coin or whatever it is. I don't know, but they call it a coin. But it's like cryptocurrency. It's going to be valuable to you. All it is just getting you ready for the mark of the beast and one world government. And when you see these days approaching, do something. Pray. When you see the things that's happening right now in America, amen, we are trying to, amen, doing our best. Uh, Trump was, uh, Trump threw the monkey wrench in their plans and now they're going to do it that uh, we're all going to be joining world government sooner or later. And uh, you're, seeing, you're seeing the movement of it right now. And that means that, mind, your time is short to do whatever we got to do. When you see all these things happening, you may look up for your redemptive choice and I, but let's do something besides just look up. Let's, let's, let's be about the Father's business. Amen. We need... We need to be thinking. I, 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 like I said a while ago, I, I had this page, and I didn't bring it here, but this full page of backsliders from this church. Most everyone of us are backsliders from this church, amen, that, that we need to be praying for, as well as the lost. Amen. I say lost. You know what I mean? Outside is the sinners. Folks never been to church before, but we, we, we've, got, we've got a job to do. Amen. Don't lose your faith now. Amen. We're talking about faith that, and, and the experiences of those that died before us. And you know what we're going to talk about next Wednesday night? We're going to talk about those that didn't make it, that died in the faith. They never received the things And they're just as great a hero as those that, amen, that saw their live ones come back out of the grave. Amen. They brought life back into them. Amen. I don't know where we're going to live or die. God can get glory out of, amen, if it goes both ways. Amen. Amen. I did not know. And I'll read this. I'll read this next Wednesday night. I did not know that really Zechariah, John the Baptist's dad, was killed just because he raised John the Baptist. And they killed him. Jesus spoke of it. And I'll, I got the scripture, but I'll read it tonight. But you know what? 
doesn't matter. John the Baptist's head got cut off. His daddy was killed in the temple. And you and I, we may give our lives, I don't know, but let's give them over to God right now. And whatever happens, be like Paul. I have a desire to depart and be with the Lord, but nevertheless, it's for your will, for your glory, even for your purpose that I'm still around. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's me. I don't know. The one thing I do, I want to hold out to the end. I want to hold out to the end. I want to see my vision. Amen. And see what God has planned for me. Amen. And, of course, I may have to imagine it or whatever. But I, it, Moses endured as seeing the promised land. And even though he didn't get to walk on it, amen, he did get up there, get there because he got landed on the top of a hill where Jesus was. Amen. Mountain of Transfiguration. And Moses came there and talked to Moses, talked to Jesus about his death. He told it before he died, Deuteronomy, that God is going to raise up someone like me. Amen. He, he gave a prophecy of the Messiah that's going to lead us into our promised land. Help us. Amen. Lord Jesus, thank you for your word. And help us, O oh God, to receive your word. And help us, Lord, to somehow be stirred. This world is not our home. And it, I, don't, it don't, I get more every, every, every year, Lord. All the time I'm getting to feeling more like I'm not home. And, I, and, and Lord, when I start thinking and seeing, God, the thing that's happening in the world makes me homesick, God, for you. So I ask Jesus that somehow that we get stirred in our spirits, just like God, we were talking, God, about, amen, these people and how that they got stirred up, Lord, and they journeyed for you and they walked with you and, God, some of them died for you. Oh, Lord, help us, God, to have, Lord, our, our desires and our minds and our hearts, God, focused upon what you're doing and not what we like to do. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name, amen.